Welcome everyone, you are listening to another episode of the Long Overdue Podcast, a production of the Decatur Public Library in Decatur, Texas. Uh, We are coming to you with a special seasonal episode, uh, and we have one of our returning guests and a couple of other guests joining us this afternoon. Uh, We have Mr. Brian. Hello. Say hello, Brian. You did. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We also have Brady. Hello. And Brittany. Hi. Joining us today. Um, Brian has been here to talk about snakes with us in the past. Yes. Uh, But Brian, as well as Brady and Brittany, are all haunted house actors. Those people that scare the crud out of you when you're (laughs) going to haunted houses, uh, that's what they do. That's a because somebody's got to do it, right? Yeah. right? yeah, my favorite thing to say is I make people's nightmares come to life. Awesome. That's my job. Awesome, <laughs> I love it. Cool deal. Well, welcome, uh, all of you. Thank you for coming and being on our show today. Uh, <clears throat> so, are, you're all of you are just in, are just actors, right? Not because um, I know you, Brian. You asked me earlier about whether uh, what questions to ask for somebody who owned a haunted house. Yes. Is anybody here the, the owner? Or just no, but. Uh, I've actually helped people out with um, themes and stuff like that for haunted houses, as well as uh, trained actors and stuff like that. Okay, right on. Because that's definitely one of the things I want to talk about today, is uh, all the ins and outs of what it is to run a haunted house and and what kind of training and preparation and stuff. Um, But let's start with your your background. So, Brian, how long have you been doing haunted house acting? This is my second year. Second year? Okay. Okay. And Brady, you said... Uh, I've been doing this for about seven years now. Okay. And Brittany? Also my second year. Also your second year? Okay. So Brady's our veteran of the bunch. (laughs) All right. Cool. Um, So what haunted house is it that... Because is it still in Bridgeport or is it... Uh, That one's no longer existent. That's the one that closed? Yeah. Okay. So which haunted house is it that y'all are in? Brittany and I are currently working at one called the Haunted Armory in Wiley, Texas. Okay, Wiley, Texas. Yeah. Um, I've been all over the place with haunted houses, though. Mm-hmm. So, um, worked in uh, worked at Dark Hour Haunted House in Plano, Dan's Haunted House in Lake Dallas, which um, is non-existent this year. Okay. Because they're still looking for a new place. And then Fear of Phobia in Bridgeport, which also is non-existent. And now the Haunted Armory in Wiley. Which I've been doing that one for seven years. So Haunted Armory and Wiley. How far is that from from Decatur, Wise County? Uh, it's about an hour and a half. Okay, so a little bit of a drive to go to that. Yeah. One. Okay. Cool. And then I work at Moxley Manor in Bedford. Moxley Manor in Bedford. Okay. And Brittany, do you, which one do you work at? The one in Wiley. The one right in now. Wiley. Okay. Also at the the Haunted Armory. Yes. Okay. Cool. Uh, right on. So we got several. Several attractions that everybody's participating in. How's it been going? Have you already done several performances this year? Uh, we've done three at ours. Um, and last week it wasn't really that great. We're hoping for a better turnout this week on it. Mm-hmm. Um, especially being closer to Halloween and all that. But we'll see how that ends up going. Okay. And Brian, this is their first year, right, doing it at that or. It's this my first year at your Moxley, first year at Moxley, but it's their tenth year in okay. the haunt. Okay, so this is not a they the one that closed in Bridgeport is currently no that has not been revived in any form at all. Right, oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. I thought maybe they had tried to to redo it somewhere else, but uh, so you just you just got the bug and you just wanted to go and and yes. act somewhere else. That's awesome. Cool. Um, and what got everybody into, so how did y'all get started with haunted house acting? Did you just want to scare people or do you have acting backgrounds or? Um, for me, it was, acting was never really anything I thought about doing. Mm-hmm. I always thought a haunted house would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom actually told me about Dark Hour and Plano uh, doing auditions and everything. And I went and auditioned and ended up getting a job there. And ever since then, it's been something that I wanted to do and have fun doing. Mm-hmm. And cool. it's uh, helped me out through um, 
through uh, other avenues as well mm-hmm. in that uh, acting thing, mm-hmm. uh, such as being in uh, independent movies or short films and stuff like that. Right so. on. It helps you build a network and stuff. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then for me and Brittany. Well, I got into it for my mom. She loved scary stuff. She never was able to act in haunted houses because of her um, back problems. Okay. She passed away. It'll be two years in February. And I got into it because I figured it was something she would like. I had a friend that invited me to go. And that's um, where I met him, met mm-hmm. Brady. Mm-hmm. And I invited Brian to come act with us because we needed actors in the haunt and fearophobia. I'm bummed I didn't get to go to that one. Sounds yeah. like it was pretty good. Yeah. It was. But, you know, relationships built on fear are some of the best relationships that you can have. So, whether it be friendship or romantic, either way. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So I, I don't know that I've ever heard it put that way before. I know that <laughs> people in intense situations tend to, to bond in some way or another, but I guess, you know, based on fear, that works. Yeah. <laughs> and haunt actors are some of the sweetest people you will ever meet outside of the haunted house. Outside of the haunted house. Some of us you'll have to look twice at just to go, oh, that's the guy from the haunted house. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. So, just all of you, and we can just have a general conversation about this, but what all is involved in acting in a haunted house, or if you know anything about the running, like what it's like to prepare, because I know there's more than just that performance. You have to build the haunted house. Right. There's a lot. I'm sure there's a lot of people involved in the crafting of that and then the logistics and the management and everything what, yeah. what all goes into that the preparation uh the preparations usually start the week after haunt season ends okay and run all year uh fixing broken things redoing sets uh and everything like that i know uh when i worked at dan's haunted house as well as with fearophobia um i helped out a little bit with building and stuff like that but at Dan's, I got to build my own area, so it was exactly how I wanted it to be mm-hmm. and things like that. And that's a good thing about smaller, like, little mom-and-pop-owned haunted houses. Right. Because a lot of the times, the veteran actors get to build their sets the way that they want them. Mm-hmm. So that it, they know how it'll function better and opposed to telling somebody, hey... You know, I think this would be a good idea. Mm-hmm. But it's really hard to construe that to a crew that works on it. Whereas, um, like at Dark Hour, they actually have a day crew mm-hmm. that builds year-round. And Dark Hour is actually open year-round. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're one of the only year-round haunted houses in the nation. Mm-hmm. So, um, they have different theme shows and stuff like that. So, they've got to tear down and build for every different theme. So, they're especially constantly going and going and going and going. Okay. Um, but you also have to work on fixing the costumes and... Mm-hmm things of that sort which the costume fixing as well goes along with after each night well the next day you've got to get up early and you've got to start doing these costumes Mm -hmm. yeah you may not have been gotten to bed until five six o'clock in the morning well you got to be up at (laughs) eight nine o'clock in the morning to Mm -hmm. start fixing things right so i'm yeah i've heard uh, or uh, seen brian on many uh after many a late nights and (laughs) yeah (laughs) tells me all about it like I tell people, you can, you can sleep when haunt season's over. Yeah. I don't care that you're tired right now. You can sleep after haunt season's over. <laughs> cool. So, so in um, like for example, in the haunted armory mm-hmm. where, where you work, do you, is that an example of where you have more creative control? You can uh, build your own set and everything. No, the haunted armory. Uh, the lady that owns it, uh, she actually. Uh, she'll talk to me a little bit about it and a couple other people about how she wants the layout to be. Mm-hmm. And once she has a layout set, that's how the layout is. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's in a very confined space. Uh, it's literally in the middle of the armory, National Guard Armory in Wiley, Texas. Okay. So they have a big foyer uh, and it's set up in there. Cool. So. <laughs> right on. Uh, yeah, I, I know some haunted houses have running themes. Where like the right. whole haunted house is this you know it's this theme right whatever and some of them have sections that are different themes right um, like like if you were gonna build a set you would would you build based on your the theme that you have in mind or yeah and a lot of it is I would build it based off of my character that I have that I've created over these seven years mm-hmm. uh, he's the head of a sideshow so I would build kind of a sideshow circus kind of theme for that mm-hmm. but I uh, the dress for him is. What you would typically think of um, ringleader, you know, 
the long jacket, the pinstripe pants, and everything like that. But mine's all black, and mm-hmm. I have chains. Okay. Instead of all the bright colors. So kind of like the ring, the ringmaster or whatever, the and the circus, right? Or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. So that's your character. Is that what you're playing right now? Yes. Okay. Uh, I actually created this character seven years ago at the Hundred Armory when we started it. So, uh, and that was before it was a Hundred Armory. We did it. Um, at the middle school in Wiley, and then we ended up going to uh, the high school in Wiley, and now to where we're at. Mm-hmm. Um, the cool thing about this uh, haunted house, though, is it does benefit the Wiley High School theater programs. Mm-hmm. So all of the actors and actresses are either crew or people that are in plays for the theater department. Okay. So it's an interesting... Um, curve to throw in there when you're training people how to act in a haunted house because mm-hmm. they have a completely different you know scripts this is how it's going to go we practice this over and over and over again mm-hmm. whereas with working in a haunted house it's all improv it's I improv s- yeah if you're inside the haunted house you see somebody for 30 seconds that's it and in that 30 seconds the very first the very first two seconds you have to decide of that group who's the most scared who your target is and what you're going to do Mm-hmm. So it's okay, very high impact. Go 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 right go! Right on. That's one. That was one of my later things I was going to mention. But you know, <laughs> I, I haven't been to a lot of, of haunted houses or haunted attractions. Right. Uh, but the ones I've been to, it always makes a big difference who you go with. Right. And yes. some some people are just not going to react, but those people might react if they're with the right group. Yes. And if those if if there's someone like you said, if you look for the target, and so if you can scare that one person who's going to react the most then you can kind of you can kind of you just, spread that around yeah right yeah. okay awesome but, yeah i mean there's it's just difference and uh acting and also based on your character because some characters talk some don't mm-hmm. well if you have a part where you don't talk don't talk right that ruins the allure of what you are and who you are as a mm-hmm. uh character and you can also be moved into a different room last minute like at ferrophobia i was a zombie starting out and then i was thrown in the kitchen mm-hmm. completely different setup different area my character had to talk so you just have to walk in see the layout of your room and go with it okay yeah. and some haunted houses have scripts very loose scripts for their um mm-hmm. actors and actresses um and you can improv based off of that kind of use some of them Whereas some characters, you have to stick to that script very specifically. Um, I know at the Haunted Armory, there's a few people that have scripts. Um, one of the characters that we have is Zool. So the only thing Zool says is Zool. Zool, like from Ghostbusters? Yeah. <laughs> Pops out of a fridge and everything. Oh, that's great. Um, so that's one of those is you have one line. That's all that character says ever. Don't change that. Nail it. Just nail it every yeah. time. That's all you got to do. <laughs> Say one word. <laughs> cool. And so you did all your own costuming and everything. You may built your, your yes. suit and all, and then yeah. you did your you do your set pieces and things like that when you uh, have control over that. Yeah, when I do. Um, but now um, I'm not so much in haunts anymore. I'm not inside. I'm uh, what's called a queue line actor. Okay. So I'm outside while you're waiting to go in. So you're getting people all psyched. Uh, up. Yeah, I'm. I'll see you for anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour straight and have to continually act and be scary or be funny for however long I'm there with you in line. So that's the difference between cue line acting and um, being inside. Just the time. It's a lot more fun to be a cue line actor and everybody wants to do it, but it's only given to some of those people that are like, okay, well, you're really good at improving what you do, what you say, and mm-hmm. how you act. Mm-hmm. And he's working and teaching me cue line acting as well because I've created a character that goes along with his character. Okay. So yeah. he's working on teaching me that at the Haunted Armory. So. Yeah. I've actually uh, taught Brittany and Brian both how to act in a haunted house. So. Very true. <laughs> so you're you're the you're the teacher the sensei yeah <laughs> pretty much and i'm taking some of his teachings that he taught me and mm-hmm. passing along to a younger person down there at moxley cool that, that's the best way to do it just yeah teach as you go that's the best way to learn too is um by learning based off of the people around you that have done it for longer watch what they do mm-hmm. they've been doing it for way longer awesome don't try and be the 
oh, I've been to this haunted house and this haunted house, and I've watched this scary movie and this scary movie. Okay, good for you. Right. That's totally different than being the actor. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. very different. Okay. Um, so you told us a little bit about your character, uh, Brittany. What is your your character that you play? Do you have a, or are you just a? Like you said, they'll they'll, they'll put you wherever they need you. So do you have a, a regular character that you play, or do you kind of uh, just fit in wherever? Well, the character I've created to go with his, um, we basically, uh, well, I'd be like your sidekick, I guess, running or your yeah. what would you call it, assistant? Mm-hmm. Yeah running the slideshow with him and so i have a black corset top with lace uh sleeves and lace dress at the bottom and usually try and curl my hair but haven't had time and (laughs) just try and look fancy i guess Mm -hmm. victorian type dress so Mm -hmm. just pretty much learning still how to be that character because it's a new character this year okay so Run on. Ryan, do you have any types of characters or character that you normally play? Or I do. Okay, <laughs> tell tell us a little bit about that. Uh, or 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 can you can you not? Is it would it break? Uh, uh, would it would it be too revealing too much? Too many spoilers to tell us about it? Probably so. I can probably tell you just a little bit. Can you don't, tell us what you can without spoiling it? And if that's next to uh, nothing, then that's fine. Uh, <laughs> that's not. The the mystery has already got me like. Just <laughs> tell them what you used to play at Fearophobia. Sure, uh, Fearophobia. Yeah. I played a zombie. Just a zombie. Yep. Okay. And breaking that cage every week. Yeah, is that what you did? You busted out of a cage. Yeah. So. Pretty so much. not just a shambling <clears throat> background zombie like a. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Right up in your face. You know, trying to eat your face off, zombie. What what is your favorite thing about working haunted house? I mean, I know scaring people is probably <laughs> fun, um, but beyond beyond the just like yeah, I scared some people. What what do you enjoy about doing it? For me, it's the fact of haunted houses. After a while, become like a family to you. That's okay. what I was gonna say. Exactly. Uh, yeah, same here. And yeah. Yeah. Other haunted houses are competing with you. But the haunt industry in a whole is just one giant family. There's so many times that I've talked to people from other haunted houses who know who I am or have heard of me and I've heard of them, but we've never actually met each other because word gets around like, oh, this person does this, they're they're good at this or you know not so good at this. So you learn pretty quick where you stand in other people's eyes in the haunted house industry. Mm-hmm. We're all very blunt people. We'll tell it like it is to no another filter. haunter. Because mm-hmm. if you get your feelings hurt by somebody saying something to you, trying to give you constructive criticism, then you're going to get your feelings hurt by what people say to you when you scare them. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's cool. So it's a good community, being in the haunt community. Yes. Yeah. Very supportive, very yeah. close-knit. Sometimes it gets a little high school-ish with yeah. drama every now and then. Sure. But, you know, there's... That's anything that you do. Um, any job you do, yeah, there's going to be drama or what have you. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And for me, having that second family as the haunt family meant a lot to me because whenever I got into it, it was not long after my mom passed away. So just having that second family, that strong family behind you, it, it helped a lot. Mm-hmm. And getting getting to do something that was important to you yes. because of that. Yes. That's Yeah. Okay. So one of the things that I want, I do want to hear... I, and I think that our audience, our listeners, might enjoy is some stories, like some scare stories, <laughs> like some experiences. Oh boy, this could. How much time we got? <laughs> I mean, you know, don't t- you don't have to tell it all, but if you can, if there's like some some that really stand out, uh, like because one of the things I wanted to know is like, do you ever have people that? That just walk through and just don't react to anything. And oh, just yes. Like yes. Stick, oh yeah, yes. Sticks in the mud. Yes. And do you, and I mean, I'm sure you do. You have people that get to a certain point and they just can't do it anymore and they have yep. to leave. Oh, I had to <laughs> yep. break character and walk a, a kid out of the haunt in Ferrophobia because he was so scared by the second room. Mm-hmm. So I had to walk him out while his family went through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a girl at Ferrophobia that walked through, and I had to break character to walk her out. She returned the very next weekend and was working with us. 
<laughs> if you, Some, sometimes you get something like that, you scare them so bad they're like, "Oh, this is awesome! I want to, I, I want to do this I to people." I was so scared, I'm going to become fear itself. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much me. I can't walk through the haunted house, but I can act in it. Okay. <laughs> After so long working there, I can walk through it. But yeah. starting out, no, I'm not going in there. <laughs> so how? Do, um, and I don't know if there's like rules that you you know what your rules are, like what your proper procedure is. I, I know there's probably you know they teach you like. What you can't, what you shouldn't do, what you can do, yeah. what you can't do. At what point do you know when it's like, okay, we've got to break character and get this person out of here? Do they have to say that explicitly, or can you just call it's, it? It's all a matter of what you feel in that situation. Meeting mm-hmm. um, the person. Yeah. If somebody, I've had people that have dropped to the floor in a full-on panic attack while I'm scaring them, and it's like, okay, I'm thinking in my head as I'm scaring this person, what do I need to do? Do I need to get them out? Okay, let's get them out. And at that point, you come with me. We can go this way. I'm a real person. Look, you know, if you have a mask on, pull your mask up a little bit. Like, hey, I'm a real person. Mm-hmm. Let's get you out of here. I'm going to take care of you. We'll get you somewhere safe. When mm-hmm. they're sobbing uncontrollably, having a full-on panic attack like I would, mm-hmm. or, you know, just won't continue, then that's when you need to, okay, yeah. let's get you out before you have a full-blown panic attack and we have to call the 911 or something. Right. Whereas you'll have some people that sob uncontrollably and continue walking. Well, okay, fair game. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm I'm sure it's something that you learn over time. It seems like it would be hard to know because yeah. cause people w- are going there because they, you know, if I'm going, I want to be freaked out. Right. So if I'm freaking out, then, then that probably means you're doing a good job. Yeah. But you don't want somebody to have like a you know, a heart attack or something. Right. <laughs> you also have those people that are forced to go through with their older brother or their boyfriend that will force you to walk through that shouldn't be walking through because they're the ones that will have a full-blown panic attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, you just have to assess the situation is pretty much what it is. Uh, there's a lot of that and uh, acting, like I said earlier, it's just assessing a situation whenever it arises. So um, each group's going to be different. The way they react is going to be different. Um I've had some really good scares where I've... I actually scared some lady so bad she hunted me down to try and kick me in the face <laughs> because I was crawling around on the ground. So And and so what do you do in situations like that? Do, do people ever react uh, in such a way that they might like try to punch you or well, something just as a reaction? Yeah, and a lot of what I train people is... Um, how I was trained is... Um, yeah, the regular arm's length will go a little bit past that, like monsters' arm length. So monsters have claws. You go that, you know, okay. so that nobody can actually hit you. Mm-hmm. But if you do happen to get close enough that somebody does hit you or whatever, you have to decide. Well, was that their knee-jerk reaction or were they trying to hurt me? So uh, I've been punched by people, and as soon as they hit me, they immediately go, "Oh, I'm so sorry. Are you okay?" And that's like, okay, cool. Go ahead on. Mm-hmm. Put your hands in your pocket. <laughs> like, and that's another thing. If, you, if you're wanting to go through a haunted house and you think you're going to hit somebody, put your hands in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Like your parents used to tell you at the store, don't touch anything. And right. that's another huge rule. Don't touch anything in a haunt. Yeah. Don't touch the actors. The actors won't touch you. Don't touch them. Respect right, them. Right. Yeah. And that's also part of uh, the cue line acting um, from what Brady has told me. If someone's saying they're going to punch someone if they scare them, that's kind of our job as a cue line actor to be the ones up in their face. So we're the ones that get hit and not the kids acting in the haunt because we have high schoolers acting in our haunt. At Fearophobia, we had little kids acting yeah. in our haunt. Mm-hmm. So we want to make sure if someone's going to get hurt, it's going to be us adults, not the kids. Right. And also, when I'm cue line acting, I'm listening to every single conversation that's being had. So I've I've had kids, especially at Fearophobia, they're the, you know, the football players and want to be tough in front of their friends or in front of the girls that they have and mm-hmm. uh, i had one kid uh as i'm walking past and he said if anybody gets in my face i'm gonna hit him i got right in his face and said come on hit me i'm in your face hit me oh i'm not gonna hit anybody i was like yeah because you're trying to act tough in front of these girls mm-hmm. if i hear you say it again you're gone right and i'll actually threaten people with that because uh, there's a certain ex- point where if you're trying to hurt people intentionally and you get past us, well, you hurt somebody intentionally inside, you hurt one of the actors, it's not us you have to deal with. Mm-hmm. Every haunted house owner will press charges against somebody who intentionally hurts an actor. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing to think about if you're going to try and be the tough guy and you know, yeah. you'll go to jail. Mm-hmm. It's We're not playing around when it comes to any of that. Uh, actor safety is number one concern. Mm-hmm. 
So, but uh, back to the scare stories, though. Oh yeah, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> we got a little <laughs> off track. Uh, I've actually had people um, use the restroom on themselves before because okay. I scared them so bad. Yeah, well, that's always a fun one to do. Or <laughs> yeah, when you scare them so bad, they just hit the ground and go into the fetal position for a second, just because they're so scared their body locks up. Right. Not not panic attack. No, not just, panic attack. Just it's just like their fight or flight took over, and it was freeze ball up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, or the ones that uh, take off running from you, or there's been times where I've had people I didn't even realize they were coming because they were running so fast through the entire thing, and I'm like, oh, okay, um, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, yeah, the best ones to scare are the ones that try and act tough. That's what the I was The ones that say. are trying to act tough are the most scared out I of bet my anybody. I bet they are, and you can get them. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. It's going to be the yeah. big, tough football players that are going to scream like little girls, and it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Or um, I've had scares where I'm pretty sure a relationship ended afterwards because the guy will shove the girl at you <laughs> and leave them there. Uh, so... Yeah, don't don't do that. <laughs> if you if you like the person you're with, don't sacrifice them to the monster in the haunted house. <laughs> I don't think that'll fare too well for you. Uh, Especially afterwards. when the monster is inside of a cage that he can break out of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always um, it's always fun just seeing how people are gonna react to how you scare them because mm-hmm. some people will react way different than you think they will. Mm. Uh, you can have the ones that look real scared and they just kind of like smile at you or laugh. Like the uncomfortable laugh yeah. or whatever. Or the nervous know. laughter. The nervous laughter is some of the best stuff ever. Yeah. yeah. Um, we had some people last week, uh, high school kids, trying to act all tough and everything. Well, as soon as I started walking towards them, they started running away from me. So uh, found out one of the kids' names and walked through the entire haunt telling every single actor that kid's name. <laughs> it's another thing you think we're not listening when you say somebody's name okay I hear a name I associate that person with what they're wearing mm-hmm. and go let all my actors know mm-hmm. and that's one of the creepiest things when people in the haunt know your name yeah because yeah. you're like oh how do, how do they know my name it's like well you didn't see me go inside yeah. tell them <laughs> so that's excellent <laughs> yeah well, uh, down there at Moxley, we have a group chat, and we'll send the name or whatever through the group chat, so we all know what you look like and mm-hmm. what your name is. Spread the word. Also, if you know people that are working at the haunted house, trust in the fact that they have already told people what you what your name is and shown us a picture of what you look like. Yes. Oh, yeah. So we know you as soon as we see you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's one of the perks of working at haunted houses is, like I said, with the whole family thing earlier. It's we're gonna we're gonna mess with people for you. Um, okay. But uh, I remember one scare that I had when I was working at Dark Hour. All I did was take a step out from behind a light, and this girl who was probably like seventeen years old did the whole Scooby Doo jump into her dad's arms. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty great. Yeah. Um, or. Uh, because I used to be a stilt walker, so on stilts I'm about ten foot tall. So I've had people running and fall, which another thing don't run in a haunted house. Yeah. By the way, yeah. Um, I've had people run and fall and roll into my stilts, and I'm just looking down at them like, "Well, hello," <laughs> and they just kind of freeze and stare at you like, "Oh." Um. <laughs> but for some reason it freaks people out uh, with stilt walkers because a lot of us know how to get real low to the ground. Mm-hmm. even being that high up and then we'll just stand up and all of a sudden there's a giant standing in front of you and you're mm-hmm. like oh um that thing's tall <laughs> i'm gonna go this way now and then when you're going through a hallway in a haunted house don't group up go single file single file yes otherwise you you will get stuck in it stuck in the in the group the whole group will get stuck between the walls between the walls yeah well, cuz they all just like yeah, bunch had, up or whatever. I had the fun of scaring a group of teenage girls through a small hallway. And I don't know why they grouped up, but they all got stuck midway. I thought I was actually going to have to get in there and help <laughs> them get unstuck. <laughs> yeah. 
But um, there's just all kinds of rules for haunted houses too. You know, um, I've touched on some of them, but you get told the rules. Mm-hmm. You get told the rules when you buy your tickets. Mm-hmm. Right on the ticket stand, there is a list of rules. Mm-hmm. And before you go in, you get told the rules. And you might get told the rules a fourth time. So if you do something that's against the rules, you go, oh, I never got told. Well, that's a lie. We know it's a lie. Mm-hmm. You've been told this many times. So, you know, we'll warn you right. a couple times. But to a certain extent, you know, if you keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it, you're just gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... And and you said like for the actors, there's a you know like the arms length, the yeah. arm monster arms length. Yeah, we don't we don't touch you. you don't, don't touch ever us. do the touch. I know yeah. there's there's yeah. haunted houses where you like sign off and you give them permission yeah. to to do you like, know, whatever full contact or right. <laughs> and uh, me as a cue line actor, I'll touch people a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but that's where it differs. Um, I'm out there with you. I'm walking through the middle of a crowd. I'm gonna touch you. Yeah. I'll kind of like touch you on the shoulder or whatever. I'm not going to grab you and shake you right, or right. you know anything like that. Um, but uh, speaking on the waiver thing at uh, Fearophobia, we had a night called Rip Night. Mm-hmm. Uh, you signed a waiver and it was full contact. Uh, we could touch you, push you, Put pick you up, carry you. you. Yeah, yeah. Fake blood stuff like that. Um, we had a gag where uh, another Q line actor and myself would um, pick out somebody from the crowd. I would throw them over my shoulder. We would carry them, put them in a coffin, close the coffin, put it in the back of a hearse, and drive off with them in the coffin. <laughs> so, it's like you signed a waiver. Now, Fairphobia was already a touch haunt, so we could touch people, you know, like, to an extent. But Rip Night, pretty much as long as you're not touching people inappropriately, it right. was. Yeah. <laughs> there was a there was a zone uh, between like shoulders to knees. We did not touch people. Mm-hmm. And if anybody was caught touching people, well, you're gone for the night. Yep. Bye. Right. Go yeah. home. We don't need any issues with these uh, people saying that you touched them like that mm-hmm. or anything like that. We don't want to deal with all that. Right. So, um, but yeah, Rip Night was a lot of fun. Uh, and then people kept coming afterwards and saying, oh, are y'all still doing it? Well, sure. Yeah. We'll give you a glow stick if you want to sign this waiver. You had to be 18, of course. And does the glow stick indicate that... The, yeah, they're full contact. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. And, so then uh, they run through with some fake blood for us or the fake poo in the. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, fake poo was uh, chocolate pudding, I think. Yeah. It was mixed with water. Yeah, so it was a little runnier looking, and mm-hmm. yeah, because we had a toilet area through there. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and of course, it was fun walking through there. Yeah. All the smells that you can do with a haunted house. Um, there's this stuff called Froggy's Fog. Um, it's for the fog machines. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can have all kinds of smells. You can have a death smell if you have a graveyard. Um, you can have a poo smell. Mm-hmm. And it's just... Can you get, like, blood and gore smells? Or Well, that just kind of smells like iron. So yeah. <laughs> Okay. But uh, you can have a vomit smell. Vomit and smell. Yeah. Uh, also, a lot of haunters will just think it's funny to just go get fart spray. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, we had fart spray in the... Um, <laughs> Uh, bathroom mm-hmm. and then uh, the one of the other Q line actors he had this stuff that he'd put on uh, himself that made him smell like rotting flesh yeah. so yeah that wasn't a pleasant smell to be next to mm-hmm. by any means yeah. <laughs> and he loved to walk up to people and kind of like hug around them and you yeah. know yeah the full, I like that the full sensory experience yeah yeah well so much as don't taste anything in the haunt. <laughs> now, yeah. some of the stuff that we put on our mouths, like the fake blood we put in our mouth, kind of tastes like toothpaste sometimes, depending on the blood you get. And mm-hmm. some of the zombies have black teeth. A lot of times that's black icing. So it does taste pleasant for us. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Some of the fake blood tastes like cherries. Yeah, yeah. sometimes. Um, and then, of course, you can make your own fake blood with corn syrup and Red chocolate beans. syrup and yeah. peanut butter. I mean... Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of the fake blood or fake gore or anything like that won't hurt you if it gets in your mouth. I would just not suggest drinking it because it tastes horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that I use uh, if I'm going to do a blood effect for my own mouth is red food coloring because it lasts longer. Mm-hmm. tastes horrible, but it's not going to hurt you because mm-hmm. it's uh, for coloring food. Right. So right. it's not going to hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So what do you do when the people, when you get people that are 
just no fun. Like, you just do everything you can, and then if they just... Just keep acting. Yeah, you just keep acting. Same uh, character. Ultimately, they came there to be entertained. Yeah. that's You entertain first, scare second. If you can't scare them, try and make them laugh. Right. I mean, give them their money's worth. Sure. Mm-hmm. And there's some people that'll walk through all stoic and everything. We have... Uh, we had a guy like that at Dark Hour, and I believe he still goes there, and he does the VIP, which costs a lot more. Mm-hmm. And he can walk through as many times as he wants, walks through all stoic and everything like that, but he loves it. Yeah. So there's people that will love it and not give you a reaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm actually one of those people because I've been doing it for so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a very difficult person to scare. I'll tell you you did a good job. I'll laugh. I'll clap. Things like that. But you, if you scare me good for you like that's i'll give you the props that you deserve for that yeah. you know whereas these two are kind of easier to scare yeah shut up that's one of the things <laughs> I, I wanted to ask about is is uh so before because you, you said that you're you're pretty um you, like you're you're scared pretty easy going through like you you're oh, one yeah. of those people that it was scary I and you're like real I'm gonna haunted do this. stuff i want to go to the real haunted houses okay. stuff that there's actually spirits there. Going through a fake haunted house, I know that stuff is going to jump out at me, so I'm already tensed up about it. So it's it scares me ten times worse. Yeah, I've actually had the mental breakdowns and had to be led out of haunted houses, right. like the House of Wax Museum when they have the people in there. Mm. I had someone have to break character and lead me out. Yeah. So. So you don't you don't walk through the the haunted uh, attractions like the haunted the haunted houses or whatever. No, I mean I'll go through ours. Now I've gone through it once. I've mm. went through Fearphobia. I could run through there with the lights off, with mm-hmm. no nobody in the building by the end of haunt season. But mm-hmm. no, I'd prefer not to go through them. He's going to force me to. Brady will force me to go through some this year, maybe. Maybe. Mm. We'll see. <laughs> so hopefully, I'll be seeing you too at some point. Yeah. For and for me, it's a lot more fun going through haunted houses, especially if I know people that work at them. Mm-hmm. It's a way different experience if you go through with a haunter that people know. Yeah. <laughs> It's a way more intense experience because I get touched and pushed and shoved and hugged and because that's what we do to other haunters. We know each other mm-hmm. and it's not, we're not trying to hurt people and we know the person's not trying to hurt us. So it's like, oh, hey, what's up? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Brian, do you, did, did you go through haunted houses before or, or still do or? Uh, I went through one night last year at Fear Phobia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to go into details of why I was by myself okay. going through there. Mm-hmm. Screaming like a girl. <laughs> no, I didn't. Because you knew where everybody was. You already knew who they were. Yeah. That's cheating. And some of them uh, stayed in character, did a really good job. Some of them, it was like, oh, hey, Brian, how's it going? It was like, you're supposed to be in character here, not <laughs> chit-chatting with me at Walmart. <laughs> right. Uh, this year, I have not yet gone to another haunted house to walk through or walk through Moxley yet. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping to change that by the end of the season. Right on. So, anything like because that anything else on because you mentioned a little bit um, about but how is it different now that you are a haunted house actor? Is the experience like you said you're pretty stoic about it at this point because you right. you know it's pretty hard to scare you. Um, is it not as fun, or is it more fun, or, or you know, is it harder to to get into it because because of that, or? Uh, I see it as more fun because you actually get to see what the other actors are acting like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like to see people's different take on things. Even though I'm going to be scared, I like to see how they take on that specific role. In mm-hmm. each room, you know, like I said, I could walk through Fearophobia by the end of the season, no problem. But mm-hmm. to see when they'd have to move people around, how that one person is going to act as a zombie as opposed to acting as a witch. Mm-hmm. So it's it's nice to see the difference. Our yeah. last night open at Fearophobia, they switched me from being a zombie to the mortician. And that was an interesting switch from being something that was supposed to be dead to something that was living and working on the dead. Mm-hmm. And I've got to say, I, I want to say I did a pretty good job of doing the switch. Mm-hmm. 
something I learned about myself from working at Ferrophobia was as soon as I walked in that zombie room, because I knew I was going to be a zombie, I saw exactly where I was going to be, and I put it together in my head, this is what I'm going to do as this character. Then whenever I got switched to the kitchen, I saw it five minutes before we opened doors. So I got in there. I'm like, okay, so this is how it's set up. I see there's a tray of body parts over here. Okay, I'm going to slam this tray down, scare people, and we had a fridge you had to go through. I'm going to slam the fridge behind them, you know, just kind of played with the area so I can walk into a room and see how the area is set up and see what I want to do pretty quickly in that room. And I didn't know I could do that before then. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. Yeah. Right on. But, and it was interesting seeing both of them switch roles like that mm-hmm. because of uh, me being the Q-Line actor. I would walk through every now and then with certain groups. Like if we, were, if we had a problem group, I'd tend to follow them through, make sure they're not doing anything they're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. But I would also... Uh, see what uh, everybody's doing like how they're acting in those positions and everything and if they asked for a tip or if I had a tip for them it's like okay well quick teaching moment come here yeah. bring it in right <laughs> okay so, so uh, I can help them out that way yeah very cool uh, so as I've been thinking about doing this you know doing this recording and thinking about the questions and looking into haunted houses and, and attractions and how those operate um, realize I haven't been to that many, and I, yeah. and I really want to do more because I really like the experience. Um, at least some of the experiences I've had, like one of my best experiences, was uh, when they used to do the the corn maze out at Greenwood, the Get Lost maze, and they would do the haunted maze. Yeah, and I went to that one night, and that was just fantastic. And what I really enjoyed about that is that it, I, I like it when it's interactive. Right. I, don't, I don't know how often y'all get to do things like that. But you had to get through the maze. Mm-hmm. And so if you got lost in the maze, you were just going to be in the maze getting scared yeah. the whole time. And, you know, they would chase you around and they would cut through the field <laughs> in ways that other people couldn't, you know, they they had like special routes. Where they That's would just, the best part. Uh, yes. and, uh, yeah. It's just so awesome. And, you know, chainsaws and, and everything. <laughs> yeah. And that's my favorite thing to do uh, is you have all the little actor access points. So I can get from one side of the haunted house to the other twice as fast as you can Mm because i have all these actor access points well with those i can appear multiple places in front of you and Mm -hmm. you're like oh he's back Mm -hmm. um where did he come from how did he get in front of us Mm -hmm. kind of thing Mm -hmm. so yeah that little quick dip throughs and everything like that is some of the best things to use ever Mm -hmm. and that's also how i would make it through the haunted house in between um when we were actually open before i was comfortable enough to actually walk through i would cut through our actor doors yeah and that's that's what they're for is for actors to mainly get in their spots quicker mm-hmm. or get out to where they can use the restroom but they're also used for um if somebody's too scared and we need to get them out real quick well all right there's a quick access door right here that leads outside or if there's an emergency yeah. let's go out this way real quick mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh, not only are those good for scaring people but they're there's a practical use for them mm-hmm. to protect everybody mm-hmm. so I- so one of the, the issues that I'm I'm thinking about as I'm, you know, thinking about going and doing some of these, maybe some of y'all's, yeah, uh, is <laughs> well, that you should. I don't really have like I don't have a group or you know because like, you know, my wife she's not not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, get Billy and uh, Christine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to get some. Yeah, that'd be good. Even if you don't have a group, they. Well, they can find a group to place you with to, to place go you through. In. Yeah, so. yeah. Because I don't mind doing something like like that myself. I just don't think that I would enjoy it as much. Right, right. Um, right. Like when I was doing the haunted maze, mm-hmm. like I knew that it was just an act, and you know, right. I, I knew that it was. But I went in there with the intention. I was like, I'm, you know, I'm going to be a, a performer in this just as much as they are. I mean, right. I know they're not really going to hurt me, but they're still going to chase me around, and I can, I'm going to have a lot more fun if I just play along right and, and go right. go with it and then the the fact that there were other people that actually were really freaking out <laughs> right <laughs> made that so much more fun so yeah yeah and we'll always find groups for people if they're by themselves or what have you it's um, kind of like if you go to six flags and it's like okay we have a single rider well we it's a two-person ride okay any other single riders out there mm-hmm. kind of like that in a way we'll make sure to put you with a group that we think that you'd fit well with mm-hmm. so yeah. or um we're matchmakers 
Yeah. yeah. One of them, yeah. Uh, one of the things, uh, I know at ours, we send them in groups of four, uh, four to six people. We try and do a group of four. So, say you're by yourself. Well, there's a group of three behind you. There you go. There's a group of four. Okay. Go ahead through. So, y'all, yeah. Yeah. Okay, excellent. So, y'all do things like that. Yeah. Group oh, people. yeah. Okay. Right on. And it's always fun because it's usually the single person is in front of a group that's already really scared. Mm-hmm. So, I'll kind of tell a single person, yeah, stand behind them. Watch them. Mm-hmm. It'll be fun for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually a bunch of girls mm-hmm. in a group and um, they're fun to scare. And you yeah. know someone going through by themselves isn't going to be as scared as that group of girls. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to be pretty tough, you know, not get as scared by most of the things. So. Mm-hmm. so that's why you tell them to walk behind. So, yeah, you may not get as scared, but you're going to get your entertainment out of watching those girls oh, get yeah. scared. Right. And, you know. And if you just like stuff like that, because I just enjoy, you right. know, I, li- I enjoy creepy things. I like, you know dark settings and oh, yeah. and set pieces and stuff mm-hmm. and even if i'm not like really you know scared i'm still going to be entertained because right i like stuff like that I think right it's cool right. and if you if it's if, you know if you've done a good job at building your sets and everything right it's still a great experience well and you know we've had some people that just want to go through by themselves mm-hmm. like no i want to do it by myself it's like okay cool have fun mm-hmm. yeah yeah they just sometimes you get the lone wolves that that's all they want. They yeah. want the experience solely to themselves because okay. mm-hmm. it's a little more immersive when you're by yourself. So, I mean, last year when I walked through Fearophobia, I was just planning doing it by myself, but there was a group of three teenage girls and their parents and. I'm not sure how they connected the dots, but they connected the dots that I was one of the actors there. Mm-hmm. And so they put me in front of all of them. Well, one of the other actors that we had there, me and him kind of just rolled with everything we did each night. You know, our energies were about the same, and we just, you know, if we felt like doing a double scare, we did a double scare. Mm-hmm. Well, came his room, he steps out, and we're just having a face-off, and them girls are just like, oh, crap, we're actually fixing to see someone get murdered. (laughs) And they were pulling me back, like, come on, Brian, just walk on. Uh I'll get to you. Uh And I was having so much fun with just that one moment. Mm -hmm. And... Just seeing how other people were reacting to it. Yeah. I can see that being a blast, being like the secret person in the audience to, yeah. to really get things going. It's kind of like the plant. Uh-huh. Yes. Like, yeah. The mole or whatever. <laughs> and uh, our first time of, uh, our first little bit of rip night, we had a couple people planted in the crowd that we knew were going to be okay with us, like grabbing them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But the other people didn't realize that we knew those people. <laughs> so Right. And that all the better. Yeah. Sometimes it's good to just kind of plant people in the audience yeah. and stuff. Yeah, so. and sometimes they would kidnap the people out of the audience and somehow bring them to my cage, throw them in the cage. Yeah. And they were basically feeding the zombie. And there was crowds that walked by. I was like totally freaked out <laughs> from it. The other guy and I, we would have conversations like, hey, where do we want to put this person? Let's put him in here. Uh, we took one person, we uh, put him on a uh, bed in what was the hospital. Mm-hmm. So it was on a medical gurney and just left him and said, have fun. <laughs> so like, I don't know how to get out. Okay. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> That's fantastic. I love that. Yeah, never mess. Never try and mess with a haunt actor either. Mm-hmm. We're quicker witted than you are, like, a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. We can... That's what we do. Right. You've been, you know? Yeah. You've been, you've been doing it. You've probably seen seen it all. Yeah. And uh, trying to um, trying to go in front of your group and scare people or trying to scare the actor and just ruining it for people, that that's not fun for mm-hmm. anybody. No. Mm-mm. See, and being it for just a short amount of time I have, I like being able to turn and ask Brady, okay, so this happened. How should I handle that situation next time? Mm-hmm. If I don't know how, okay, so how do I have a comeback if someone says this to me? How am I going to come back at them next time when that happens again? I'm not much help with that either. <laughs> Most of the time you How are. am I going to come back with this? I don't know. Well, you usually have something. Like, Say the okay, first so thing that comes to your mind. You to <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Because I'm uh, not as quick witted yet with it. Mm. Yeah, me and Brittany we're slowly getting there. Yeah. I no. bet if we do it next year, we'll be a lot better at being quick-witted. Well, and a lot of my quick wit came from how I was raised anyway. Uh, I was raised watching stuff like Monty Python and things like that. Sure. And then my entire family is just very sarcastic and very quick-witted towards each other anyway. Mm-hmm. So that helped out a whole lot with all of this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't get my humor, though, because I do use that dry british humor that people are like oh well that's not funny mm-hmm. meanwhile i'm laughing because i think it's hilarious i'm laughing <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah i'm laughing when i'm around them and he's doing it i can yeah. i can appreciate that I, I tend to a lot of the time like <laughs> when people say things what works the best is like the elementary school insults mm-hmm. i had one kid um that was trying to act tough in front of his group of friends and uh we were going through what's called the claustrophobia tunnel which is two airbags on either one on either side of you, and he looks at me. He goes, "Ladies first. I was like, "Well, that's why you're going in front of everybody." <laughs> Something as simple as that, and all of us are like, "Oh!" He's like, "Okay, yeah, go." That's right. <laughs> Sometimes that those are the best ones that work because they're not expecting someone who they see as being an experienced actor or a monster or something like that using an elementary school insult. They're like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> yeah, they just expect you to just go with the script, and yeah. that's all you can do. They don't, right? They don't realize that you're going to interact with them as well. Yeah, my character doesn't have a script. It's just whatever comes to my mind mm-hmm. right then and there. It's like, eh, yeah, this is what's being said to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I called that kid sweetheart at one point too because he was trying to act tough, mm-hmm. which is my oh, yeah. that's my, the best. my favorite thing to do to the high school kids, the high school boys that are trying to act tough, or. Uh, I had one that was trying to impress some girls, and I was like, oh, you're trying to impress these girls that you're with? How adorable. And just walked away from him. <laughs> so That could definitely get someone off kilter. Trying okay. to be the macho masculine man means that I'm going to demasculate you yeah. as much as I can. Yeah. Because it's going to bring you down to everyone else's level. Yeah. To where you're like, oh, well, my spirit's kind of broken. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That's our job to do that, though. Yeah. It's like, if that's you're going to be macho, I'm going to make you not feel so macho. That's good. Some, <laughs> some people probably need that. Yeah. So that, that's good. Well, there's been a few men that uh, have walked through my area in Moxley that, you know, as soon as they walked in, they were the first one in the group. They were bunched up, you know, trying to size everything up. You knew they were the ones playing tough guy. And I've made them hit the floor being scared. And their girlfriends, wife, whatever they are, were just laughing. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I wanted to laugh, but I know stay in character. Yeah, you stay can in laugh character, inside. Laugh later. <laughs> now, my character, he talks, he laughs and everything like that. So it's right. I can just laugh at people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also have the girls who are uh, trying to be smart, Alex, and everything. And... Um, Tell me that, like, my makeup's ugly or whatnot. Or, uh, I had one girl, she goes, Oh, your makeup's ugly. I was like, Well, mine's my makeup, yours is your face. (laughs) Or, uh, I like your makeup, I don't like yours. (laughs) Do you think my outfit's cute? No. You just walk away. That's all it takes is those simple little things, and then you walk away. You don't give them a chance to retort back, and they're just kind of standing there, like, Uh, yeah. uh, (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, it's, that's what I've learned how to do, been trained to do, mm-hmm. you know, grew up doing. So And you pretty much like, do that every day. <laughs> Try yeah. living with it. <laughs> right. Even when you're not in a haunted house actor, you're still doing that. Yeah, my my character well. is me. Like <laughs> It's just you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just with a little less of a filter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. It's just like, take him, multiply him by 10. That's what you get in yeah. his character. Yes. <laughs> But different voice, different laugh, different movements. You know, movements are very showy and everything like that. And I've I've based the um, laugh and the voice off of uh, various Joker characters and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's a very raspy voice and everything. Mm-hmm. So. And I can't say much because I did fall for him in full character at Ferrophobia. Yeah. So <laughs> that's my own fault. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just... 
sometimes that's the best way to be in characters just be yourself mm. just personify your own personality a little bit and um my character is very full of himself though because mm. that's just you know that's how he is you're someone who's uh pretty much ageless and you run these side shows and things like that and it's okay well I don't care about you. I've seen it all. I've done it all. I've heard it all. Mm-hmm. Get away from me. Mm-hmm. You're nothing, you know. Right. <laughs> One thing I've really come to love working in the haunted houses, I'm a very quiet person. I know you can't tell that right now. Once I first meet someone, I'm very reserved, very quiet, very shy, I have very bad social anxiety. But working in the haunted house, it's just like all of that's gone and I'm me. Mm-hmm. And that's how I've came to be being around all of my haunt family it's just this is the real me coming out yeah and whenever i'm working in the haunted house i'm just not scared Mm -hmm. i don't i don't know if it's just because i know that's my job is to act as this person or it's just natural for me well you also have gotten to know uh the actors if it's one that you're working at yeah you get to know them and become friends with them it makes it easier and a lot of it of what I like is uh, people ask me why I like doing it so much. I'm like, well, when I'm in character, I don't have the problems that I have. I don't have to worry about my bills. I don't have to worry about what am I going to do about this problem that's going on or um, any personal issues I have. That character doesn't have those issues. Right. You know? So while I'm in character, I'm not worried about any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, why should I? Right. Right. It's, that's not at that point in time. At that point in time, I'm being whoever. So mm-hmm. It's just a difference in who you are in your daily life based on, uh, and as well as who you are when you're acting. Mm-hmm. It's a completely different person. Yeah. So. Fantastic. Yeah. That's similar. That's been similar to my experience doing tabletop role playing games. Yeah. Is I, I'm, that's like exactly how I'm at. I'm like, yeah. And, and I'm, I was like you, it's like, you know, I was like really introverted. I'd be like, no, I'm quiet. I don't want to do that. But I like I tell people, you know, when you take on a character, whether you know haunted houses or whatever, and you can, you don't have to worry about pr- how you're presenting because you're presenting that character, right? And uh, you know, you, all the walls just start to come down yeah. because mm-hmm. you're not worried. You know, you're you're thinking about being the character, not what people are going to think about you. Right. And but in the same in the same sense you're you're kinda growing yourself right. through that. Yeah. Mm. And I've I've learned that too because I do the tabletop. Uh like D and D. that's what I started out playing and then took on playing Pokemon. I actually was doing Pokemon tournaments mm-hmm. in Denton and I wasn't scared to get out there and teach people how to play. Yeah. So it's yeah. those walls come down. That's one of the things I was gonna say with her is especially with the acting in the haunted houses and everything like that. She's more worried about this about scaring people than Oh, I don't like people. Right. It's okay. Well, I don't like these people, so I'm gonna scare them so they get away from me. <laughs> so, like, even something like that, it's like you don't want to be around them. Well, that's the best way to do it: scare them so they don't want to be around you. Yeah. Because then, because then you have to you just scare them, and yeah, then it's like, ha, huh, I got you. <laughs> you have the power over them at that point if they're because then it switches from them noticing, oh, I don't want to be around you, to, oh, I don't want to be around that person that just scared me. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, you then it's just a power switch of... Yeah. You know. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, a good scare that I had this year. It was my second night there at Moxley. I was still proving myself to everyone. This young teenage girl, probably 13, 14 years old, smart aleck as could be come through and go ooh you're not scary I hit the side of where I act at broke it and she went from being ooh you're not scary to daddy hold me please get me out of here <laughs> some of the best stuff ever yeah is it is so is it really what what seems to scare people the most? Is it surprise or the unexpected, like the jump scares and things, or uh, this like the build up, uh, or, or is it you know, different for different people? It's different for different people. Um, like for um, one thing that I really realized with my character uh, is because of the fact that I do get so close to people, um, mm-hmm. sniffing somebody freaks them out. Yeah. 
uh, lightly blowing on their neck as you walk past them will freak them out. Mm-hmm. And just little things like that mm-hmm. or uh, little noises that I can make um, reminds people of other things. Um, but with my character being the sideshow that he is, I do a lot of other things. Like uh, I do what's called the human blockhead where I can put something all the way in the back of my nose and like uh, I usually have a nail that I a do nail. it with uh, yeah. that I'll put all the way through the through my nose and that just grosses people out or um, we don't got nothing in here to yeah he has his car with. keys I'm not doing that right now um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, you know it, this is only the people in this room can see me that's no fun yeah it's an audio <laughs> show they're not gonna they're not gonna see it yeah um, <laughs> I've also got a uh, last year I had a machete this year I've got a um cane with a sword in it and i'll drag it across the barbell in my tongue and it makes that unsheathing noise which is it just makes people uncomfortable yeah or uh since the sword is so dull i'll just give it a little pressure and drag it across my tongue well it doesn't cut my tongue open right. so people are like um uh, yeah don't do that <laughs> makes them uncomfortable. I, I like making people uncomfortable more than scaring them if i can make you uncomfortable then you're not going to want me around you mm. and i'm going to try and be around you as much as possible just to throw you off that much more before you walk through yeah so <laughs> or then you have the people like oh dude that's awesome do it again <laughs> Like me. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. I'm walking away from you now. You you like it. So yeah. Get out of my face. Um, tried to do one of the things this year that I did last year and uh, hurt myself doing it. Uh, I used to light my hands on fire with uh, just lighter fluid for like a lighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I put a little too much on my hand, so it wouldn't go out like I needed it to. Got, got a little hot. Yeah, burnt my hand pretty good. Uh, so I was like, yeah, not doing that anymore. Yeah. So. That that trick's retired for now. <laughs> for now. For now. Yeah. yeah. Until I can figure out a way to not light myself on fire. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, that's a that's a lot of good information. One last thing that I would probably ask is, uh, if anybody is interested in, make you know, doing haunted houses or haunted house acting, mm-hmm. um, any recommendations for someone who might, you know. Um, want to do something like that if you're looking into haunted house i can uh look at pages for haunted houses around you look at their facebook pages and stuff like that mm-hmm. they're gonna have casting calls yeah uh, go to a yeah. casting call give it a try yeah you know you never know um that's gonna be the best way to do it is just go to a casting call for a haunted house check it yeah. out or even, if you know someone that works in one just ask them hey is there any openings at your haunt they can mm-hmm. even um i don't know if you have a way to like tag our facebooks or anything whenever you post it they can sure. tag us and message us and ask yeah, us if they're talk interested to us personally and mm-hmm. stuff like that um, and we can also give advice on how to act in the haunt as well mm-hmm. yeah um but yeah it's pretty much just go out there and give it a try and can, I mean, can you get into it like little to no experience if yeah if you're yeah. willing, oh, yeah. willing oh, yeah. to try it yeah um i had absolutely no experience and i worked at one of the top rated haunted houses in the u.s mm-hmm. so uh and that was my first haunted house job mm-hmm it's just go out there give it a try you know you never know what you can do unless you actually try and do it yeah sure and for me and Brittany, last year was our first year and me personally i didn't have no experience in acting in the haunted house i didn't either the only experience acting i had was like middle school uh theater because we didn't have theater at my high school middle Mm -hmm. school elementary theater that's it yeah which you don't even need acting experience no Mm -hmm. you don't and even if you're not the best in your um, audition, they can usually find a spot for you. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, haunted houses are pretty inclusive on the way that they do things. And if you don't get the first one, go for it in the second one. You sure. know, Because they're going to give you at least give you some advice on how to do better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, one other thing I wanted to ask all is because uh, I know there's different levels. Like there's the smaller haunted, mm-hmm. the you know smaller haunted houses, and some of them are. On the level of like they're like amusement parks right. because they're so big and so yeah. have so many attractions, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I'm sure that those are some big money makers yes. um, for operations. Like, would y'all consider that y'all have like smaller operations as what y'all are working in right now? Right now, yeah, yeah, Ours definitely is. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, Moxley. Uh, Moxley's probably like a medium tier. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I think Moxley's a little bigger, but yeah. I mean, since ours is a high school haunted house, it's a little smaller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do fo- do folks. Um, like in these cases, did you do it with the intention of making a certain profit or is it more of just a labor of love or somewhere in between there? 
Um, basically, the profit that you want to make is just to cover your costs. Okay. Yeah. You want to, at the very least, break even. If you can make more, awesome, because that helps go towards things for next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but you do uh, you do it because you enjoy it. It's yeah, something you that's really, the main really part of it. Do, and yeah. if you can do it without it being a, an expense. Like, I don't get paid to do it. Okay. Right now, yeah, uh, we're volunteering. Volunteering. So. Okay. When I worked at Dark Hour, I got paid. Mm-hmm. That's uh, one of the top tier haunted houses, you know, um, which they don't even refer to themselves as a haunted house as much as a fully immersive horror experience. It's inside. You're in a setting, and they set you up for what it's built like, and that's what it feels like when you're there. You feel like you're in that location, and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Cool. Being in the haunted house, I mean, we can make the smells, sounds. If we need a water feature, we can add that. Fog. Feel just like you're in whatever setting you're placed in. Mm -hmm. The fog, different lighting in each area, it helps a lot to Mm -hmm. make you feel like you're actually there. Right on. I love it. That's awesome. Uh, so uh, one last question, and I think I know the answer to all this, but <laughs> that y'all, y'all the answers y'all are gonna give me. But I just wanted to ask if you can only do one or the other, would you prefer to be a haunted house actor or be able to participate in haunted houses? Acting, acting, acting. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> just, just wanted to check. <laughs> cool. Well, do y'all have anything else you'd like to share, or anything that I, I might have forgot to ask or bring up? Not that I can think of. Just remember to respect the actors, and the actors will respect you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. Have Just, fun. Yeah. Yeah. Act you like know. a act like a civil human being. Right. You know, <laughs> a, a scared human being, but yeah, one be one, civil yes. about it. But one yeah. who is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't break things that aren't yours. <laughs> That's and fair. And if you mess with one of us actors, you kind of mess with all of us. Yeah. I believe that. We'll get you. Yeah. Probably not the best place to do something like that. Nope. Right. Nope. <laughs> Very cool. Well, I've enjoyed hearing everything, um, all your stories and, and all the information and like the reasons why you do haunted houses. Um, that's fantastic. I love it. So thank you so much for coming and sharing this with us. Yeah. I hope that some of our listeners will consider checking out your haunts or at least somebody's haunt right. this year. I know that I would like to, so maybe you'll see me yeah. if, I can, if I can find the time. Uh, thank you so much, Brian, Brady, and Brittany for You're being welcome. here. Yeah. Thanks for having us. And, yeah, thank uh, you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been the Long Overdue Podcast.